spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, 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 fantastic Friday. Chad Benson is off. Ladies and gentlemen, my good, close, personal friend, Gail Bassett, <gasps> joining me for the next four hours. Gabby, how are you today? Uh, <laughs> there you go, throwing down my nickname. Yeah. I'm a news person. You better call me Gail Bass. Gail Bassett <laughs> joining us from the KTA or News Center. Uh, it's been years in the making. We've talked yeah. about it. We've talked about it. And then, like, over a decade after you suggested it, it's happened. I'm filling in with you. Well, it's funny. A life dream come true. You and I started here at the same time in, like, 98. Eight. 96 I, or I started in yeah. July of 98. And then you went off to be some big TV star. Right this minute now, CBS uh, mornings, a TV host. I watch you all the time. You're fantastic. You're <laughs> yeah, fantastic. when I'm, I'm only on like once every other week. That's all right. That's all right. Uh, I listen. I've Maybe got, on the weekends. Got my I've got my DVR. I'm ready to watch Gail Bass on CBS. Hey, let's dive into some news. What do you say? Absolutely. All I'm right. ready for it. So you know the Cardinals hired that guy for head coach, and nobody knows who he is. Maybe he's going to be good. Maybe he's going to be bad. Mr. Gannon. Uh, yes, that is his name. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. The NFL and their owners, are they hiring enough black head coaches? We've talked about this for years. Does the NFL have a diversity issue when it comes to hiring black coaches? Well, if they do, one person believes he knows the reason. One person believes that he knows uh, why NFL owners are not comfortable with black head coaches. All right. So this is one of these talking guys. You know, he's got his own show. His name's Skip Bayless. Not a fan at all. Don't like him. I think he's arrogant and not very entertaining. Anyway, this is what he said. And I, I think this is something that we should discuss. Take a listen. These older white owners just aren't that comfortable with a black head coach because they need to interact. They need to go to right. dinner with the wives or the. Okay, so is he blaming the wives? Is he not get along with the wives? Are NFL owners, they're over there white. Oh, I got a black head coach. And you know what? He's married to a black woman. He's significant or whatever. And they're just not that comfortable. Right. When they do have an interview, it, it, it's going to be a quicker click with a young, white, hot candidate. Mm-hmm. Than, it's just culture. It's just the way life right. is. And I don't know how to defeat it. Yeah, I don't know how we're going to get through this show, uh, Gail, because I don't know if you know this, but I'm a white guy. And I'm a black woman. Are you black? Who, who, who better than to talk about this issue? Goodness but gracious. It, let, me, let me just say a personal story. Please. Gatos and I have been very close for years, yeah. and one of the things we used to do is have Sunday dinners together, yeah. and I would cook for the guys in the sports department. It would be you, Sorensen, right. uh, yeah. You know, You would come over, and I would cook dinner because I used to love to cook on Sundays for family. Yeah. I had no family here, so you guys are my family. When my mom came one Sunday, she helped me cook, and she loved talking to you. So after that, she always asked me, how's Gatos? Yeah. You talked to her like she was your best friend in the world. You had no compunction talking to her. Right. And what that I think what that comes from is from you are from an environment where you are around a lot of people of color. When you're not around a lot of people of color, people seem to get uncomfortable. Like I could tell when somebody talks to me as a black woman Uh when they don't know what to say, but they want to say the right thing. And so I just start talking to them like I would anybody else and putting them at ease. And I feel like the onus is on me sometimes Mm. because I feel like, you know what, this conversation is going to be boring. I'm going to have a hard night (laughs) if this person is afraid to say anything to me. Like, is she woke? Is she this? Is she that? I'm a human who wants to have a conversation if I'm invited to a party and I'm sitting next to you. So I think you were comfortable with that because you're used to being around people like me. And if you're an owner of a football team and you have a lot of black players, start interacting with them. Yeah, that might be a good idea. 
The end. That's yeah. the solution. If you realize that, you know what, there's some talent out there that I may not be getting and these people may be getting me championships. What do I need to do in order to communicate? We'll start communicating with them. Yeah. Just like in a marriage, you need good communication. You think he's right? You think Skip Bayless is right that there are a bunch of white guys who are the owners and, and they actually don't know? How to talk to black people, or they're uncomfortable if, talking to the wife of a black coach. I don't know if what the woman has to do with this, though. Yeah, let's go I, go back to that. Yeah, it's the guy. Like who? I don't know who Lovey Smith's wife is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't know who Mike Tomlin's wife was. So I went and looked him up today. By the way, Mike Tomlin's wife. She's beautiful. Like, what guy would want to talk to her? Right, right, right. Like, what, what CEO would want to just gaze over the table at her? But that's huh. not what they're there for. Yeah. Their wives aren't there for them to be trophies so the, 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 the owner can feel comfortable. The owner should be thinking about what is, what talent does this guy bring to the table? The end. Yeah. I, it, when I go to these functions and stuff and I talk to everybody, I always want to bring my wife. My wife can fit in with anybody. Oh, yeah. And she actually I helps me. Yeah, she's fantastic. Best daughter-in-law a woman could ask for, and <laughs> yeah. I know this. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know why uh, if you're a white owner, it's like, it's like Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones is rich. He owns the Cowboys. Okay, is he going to really look at a head coach and say, this is the best head coach, he's black. Okay, but his wife is black. I don't know if I can go and sit to, to dinner with them. Or with Jerry Jones, is it, I need to win. Uh, and the last thing I'm thinking about is who you're married to. What about if the white wife is a young white woman right. and he's black too? Right. I guess Will that's they okay. have a problem with that? That's one thing. Will they have a problem with that? I have a white boyfriend. Right. Would they have a problem if this black dude shows up with this hot like fire white woman? Yeah. I mean, the, that you make a good point. What if the wife is just younger and you have a problem with, you know, if you're 70 or 80 like Jerry Jones and the wife of your head coach is 25 or 33 and it's an age thing it's not a white versus a black thing it's an age thing oh we can talk about ageism later right? today thanks to don lemon oh we can do- <laughs> you know what we'll do that we'll do that but you know it's 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 like uh it, it's like anything if i if i talk to the wise man steve zinsmeister he's 30 okay mm-hmm. he's 20 years younger than i am okay if I say something, is he going to you know understand everything that I'm saying? Probably not. If he says something, am I going to understand what he's talking? Probably not. But you have a conversation about it. You move past it. Uh, there are all these blockades that you have to get over. Uh, culture. Where are you from? Mm-hmm. Uh, how did you grow up? Uh, how old are you? Is are you older than the person you're speaking with? And is it does that kind of get a little bit? Of course, that gets a little bit odd. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm talking to my to our you know our son or daughter, and, and they're in their twenties, they might say something. I have no idea what they're talking about. They're talking about something on TikTok. I have no idea what they're talking about. That could just be age. I heard TikTok is dangerous. It has oh, like dangerous. spy balloons or something. Oh, it's, it's true. <laughs> so, NFL, so NFL owners, are they refusing to hire black coaches because of their black wives? Skip Bayless is a Fox Sports guy. Why so would that's he even he think it would be the black woman? Like, once again, a black woman is being blamed and she didn't even say anything. <laughs> like, let me speak up for the black women out there. No. We got to do our own thing. Yeah. We got to do it's it's not it's not the women. It's the owner. How often does an owner like Michael Bidwell with the Cardinals get together with the head coach and his wife? I don't have the answer to that, but I can guarantee it's not on a daily basis. It's at functions. It's at it's a charity events. It's at games. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know, they're going to come to the games. You can't get to know somebody. Because of a because they're a different because they're, they're white or they're black. You can't get to know somebody. 
And that's going to stop you from getting to know somebody or having a conversation or feeling. Everybody's always afraid of feeling uncomfortable. Well, feel uncomfortable for a while. Go ahead. It's okay to feel uncomfortable. You know what's so funny? I was uh, the the most engaged and welcomed I felt most recently was my boyfriend took me to the firing range up in Prescott. And I have to tell you, I was the only person of color there with natural hair, big old afro flying around. (laughs) And they were all handing me their guns. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. And I just told him, he's like, were you... I said, I'm very used to being in environments where I'm the only person of color, but it was my first time at a firing range, and it was just very funny to me how how friendly people were like, here, try this. Because I was like, you know, I'm having a hard time with this LCPA. The, the slide is too, and the lady hands me or Smith and Wesson's like, try this as an easy slide. So it's all about meeting people where they are. Right. And say, and these people saw that I was there. I wasn't there to, to do anything except to do what they were doing. What if it's, what if, what if it's flipped? Huh? What if it's flipped? You, you and your boyfriend go, your boyfriend's a white guy and everybody there's black. Hey, now how's he doing? I'd have to tell him you can't take those other black girls home. Oh, jeez. Oh, it's, like sh- it's like, sorry. That's not what I was thinking you were going to say. <laughs> well, I have affiliate for Chad, right? Yes, be outrageous, outrageous and loud. Exactly. All right. He'd be like, he's be like, where's the party? He's ready for the party to get started. He's always ready for the party oh, to get yeah. started. All right. Gail Bass joining me. We'll be here for the next four hours. We're Waiting for have his a lot text message now. Oh, gosh. Exactly. <laughs> listening in North Carolina, too. (laughs) (laughs) All right, coming up next, it's the hottest place to shop when you're worried about inflation. Everyone's doing it. What is this place called? What do you get there? We're going to talk about it next. The Gatos and Chad Show. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. All right, Chad usually reads these, but I'll give it a shot. Have you subscribed to the Gatos and Chad Show podcast? It's written so boring. I mean, goodness gracious. All right, subscribe right now if you want, I guess. iPhone, Android. Do you have an Android or an iPhone yet? I have an iPhone. Okay, I don't know who has it. Who has an Android these days? Does that sound good? Everybody else. Okay. My boyfriend. All right. You never miss any of the show. Gatos and Chad Show. It's brought to you by Carol Royce, your home sold, guaranteed realty. Get a higher price selling your home. Uh, Get guaranteed offers. Go to higherprice.com, higherprice.com. You go to the dollar store? Absolutely all the time. Get out of here. And I've been doing it before the pandemic. Is that right? Yeah, I certainly did. The dollar store is mm-hmm. uh, it's growing. Everybody's going there, uh, apparently. Uh, it is uh, it is like everybody's uh, favorite place these days, especially with inflation. Over the past year, you know, food prices have skyrocketed, and it means more of us are turning to dollar stores. In this new study, it finds that dollar stores are actually the fastest growing food. What do you have to do this in a wind tunnel for? What kind of professional is that? Well, it was kind of windy today. Did you hear Becky's, uh, Becky Lynn's uh, weather forecast? Uh, I, no. I was looking at, I was tying my shoe. I missed it. He doesn't listen. I do listen. (laughs) Mm. All right, let's go back to the wind tunnel. And it means more of us are turning to dollar stores. In this new study, it finds that dollar stores are actually the fastest growing food retail chain in the U.S. And customers I spoke with say it's a way for them to make ends meet. I I can't listen. All I hear is the wind. What did she say? It's a way for people to make ends meet because it's cheaper. I mean, it's 99 cents. Sometimes it's a dollar. 99 up to 399 sometimes they have stuff that's 599 799 and they have wine 
They have wine for a dollar? They Well, it's not a dollar, but it's definitely cheaper than like, get six and you'll get six, 10% off. But if it's a dollar store, why? Didn't dollar stores have to go up a little bit, though? They're not really dollar stores anymore, right? Yeah. It's still 99 cents. and 99.9 or something like that. So, I mean, they. It's still cheap. Still cheap. Mm-hmm. The study by Tufts University. The wind has died down. It's good. <laughs> the study by Tufts University looked at dollar stores and food access from 2008 to 2020. Oh, and comes. it found that in low-income areas, people spend more than 5% of their food budget at these stores. Oh, yeah. Now, here's an interesting take. Yes. The boyfriend and I, mm. we go around Arizona a lot, and I travel a lot now for work. And I have to tell you, in these tiny towns, because I'm trying to get to all 50 states, that's why I'm always going somewhere. Right. Like hop in a car and say, I'm going to go to Delaware, which I did recently. And when you go to these small towns, that's the store is like Dollar General, Dollar General. And like in North Carolina, we were going, we were driving to Virginia to go on a hike. And there were like Dollar General stores like every mile, Mm. every mile and a half. And there was one small town I went to where the Dollar General store was the nearest grocery store. I'm not allowed inside grocery stores. Why? Do you buy too much stuff? I've told this story. Yeah. Like 10 years ago, my wife and I would get married and I think, well, we'll go food shopping once a week together because I was a single guy, right? Lord. Oh, I slowed her down. Uh, I wanted to buy, you know, there was like, you don't need 18,000 batteries in this one packet. You know, I mean, it was Costco and I got banned. So I'm not allowed at the dollar store. I'm not allowed at AJ's. I'm not allowed at any of these places. Oh, Costco's my jam. That's That was date night for us during the pandemic. (laughs) We would go on Tuesday nights. It was it was Costco. Do you think the dollar store is helping people get through this? tough inflation because in phoenix it was 12 13 percent now we're thinking it's about eight nine percent well you know what the interesting thing is i started going years ago when i started it was about eight years ago when i started working for uh, working with a charity a homeless charity we feed the homeless every sunday morning and in the winter it is cold and people want to donate blankets they don't want your comforters because these are things that these people have to carry on their backs in their backpacks so i would go to the dollar store to stock up on blankets for three Wow. And then I was like, wait a minute. Do you have three zucchini for 99 cents? (laughs) And it's not per pound. And I was like, well, okay. And they were giant zucchini. So I would start buying my fruits and vegetables there. And my friend said, you know, even in Scottsdale, they say that the 99 cent store is a great place to get your fruits and veggies. And it is. And then they have bread there. Mm. Like bread is like I don't eat a lot of bread, but normally it's like five ninety nine for a loaf of bread for certain there loaves. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't know if they have I never go get eggs from there. Okay. I always get mine at Trader Joe's. They're forty three dollars like for twelve of them. You now, know you is. know somebody loves you when they bring an appetizer and it's deviled eggs. Oh yeah. That means you're rich. Oh yeah. yeah. They won the lottery. I think they won the billion. <laughs> All right. The dollar store, hot place to go. Yeah, I think it's, stuff. I I get Valentine's cards there. Christmas cards. You know, some of these Valentine's cards are like $9. Oh, I got one the other day that was like $8. Yeah. That was the gift. <laughs> they have balloons there, too. Yeah. yeah. At and a lot of the dollar stores. Storage, you get storage items. Storage items. Yeah. Seasonings. Can't wait to go shopping. I mean, you need to go. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if you, you buy your seasonings from like there or like that, that like the pack, the little packages at the grocery store, are like a 99 cents and a dollar 99 for star anise. What meanwhile in the little McCormick's it's like seven 99. I was like, go to the little El Guapo. I think it's El Guapo. Mm. The little packages, the seasonings, okay. get those instead right. and just pour them in the other box. I have bottles. no idea what you're talking about, but I'm going to buy Cooks them. know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Coming up next. 
how many Chinese spy balloons did we miss? And when did they start flying above the U.S.? We've got some answers for you next. Drive home with the Gatos and Chad Show. All right, Chad's resting today. Uh, Gail Bass. Fantastic TV star. He needs to. He needs. I mean, I he's know. working with you every day. <laughs> Come hey, on. Uh, did you know the uh, Innings Festival is back? Yeah. I don't know what that is. I do. I had friends who came to town. Is that right? And they forgot their blankets. I had to take them blankets and all kinds of stuff. to <laughs> Two-day music uh, festival. Green Day. Mm-hmm. Eddie Vedder. It's spelled on the sheet Vedder. I don't know why they did that. Weezer is here. That's a fun name to say. The Offspring. So much more. It's returning to a Tempe Beach Park. February 25 and uh, 26, uh, KTAR.com. Go and do that over there. Okay. So, uh, interesting. Yesterday, uh, Gail, the president comes out and, you know, we're going to hear about all this crap he's shooting out of the air. And and he says... We don't yet know exactly what these three objects were. Oh, jeez. Okay. So, (laughs) I don't really know why he came out and said anything because it's funny because Chad and I were like, when is he going to come out and say something? And then he came out and say, said it and I didn't like it. So I think he's probably in a no-win situation. Of course he is. Yeah. The Democrats forced him. But if the Democrats knew he was going to come out and say a bunch of garbage, why did why did they force him to do it? I mean, come on. I don't want to hear about anything floating in the air that we've shot out of the air unless it's alien life forms. <laughs> Until the Klingons and the Vulcans come, yeah. I don't want to hear I don't about know. I just want them to take care of foreign policy the way they they, they they need to do it. Well, it sounds like we shot down a $12 balloon. Well, there is that. There is that. <laughs> so so there were a bunch of nerds who put a balloon in the air, and they're part of this hobby club. I don't know. I don't know what they do, but they're, they have some sort of hobby, and they like balloons, and they put one in the air, and now they can't find it, and they think that they actually shot it down. So we, we, we've got... Uh, We've got the pilots, and and we've got uh, we've got those planes, and then the missile. When we probably spent millions uh, shooting down a twelve dollar balloon. Well, it's nice to know our taxes have been invested <laughs> in stuff that can actually shoot things down. Well, and here's the thing: when the president doesn't get the word across well, and I just don't think he did, you send out the vice president. Now, I'm not a fan of really any politician. I didn't like Trump. I don't like Biden. Uh, I'm not a I'm not a fan of the vice president. I think when she gets on camera, she makes things worse. Am I wrong? Well, I don't know, because I don't really hear that much from her. Well, that's true. You know, I mean, she's the vice president, so, you know. I think there's a reason we don't hear much from her. Well, Um, she's the president of the Senate. She should be over there making deals. Yeah. Well, here's what she had to say about the balloons. Let's be clear, first of all, as it relates to the Chinese balloon, we shot it down Okay, I already knew that. Yeah, we did. Wow, okay, we got that. The basics are out of the way. We shot it down. Okay. All right. We will maintain the perspective that we have in terms of what should be the... I don't know where she's going with this, Gail. ...relationship between China and the United States. Uh, That is not going to change, but surely and certainly that balloon was not helpful, which is why we shot it down. (laughs) Wait wait a minute. I want some context, though. Like, what was the question that was asked uh, asked of her? Wise man, what was the question? He doesn't know. Yeah, because, like, she may be just responding to somebody's... 
Yeah. The question it wasn't helpful? that if you heard, well, it wasn't. What, but why is a Chinese balloon going to be helpful or not? That's, well, if they're sending something not. over and yeah. they don't tell you what it is or they say, oops, we lost a balloon. Like, remember the movie The Hunt for Red October? Yeah. At the very end, he's like, uh, we lost one of our submarines. <laughs> and they're like, again? Yeah. Like, when it goes astray, mm. tell us. Like, hey, there's some space junk coming from a Chinese satellite that might land on a house and Kansas, then, you know, you might want to let somebody know. The fact that they didn't tell anybody, that's a problem. Let's be clear, first of all, as it relates to the Chinese balloon, we shot it down because it uh, needed to be shot down. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I mean, goodness gracious. Well, I we've mean, got an 80-year-old president, and if he ever goes, we've got this. I Honestly, we're in trouble if that if that does. Wait, Chad she's and I very say, good about questioning people in the Senate because she was she's a prosecutor. Very, she's, I know, but she's very bad on camera. She's very bad on camera. I mean, she just, I don't know if she gets all flummoxed or what have you, but when she tries to answer a question, it is just disastrous. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna, willing to give her some grace, just like I was willing to give grace to Mike Pence or whoever has the office, because sometimes people throw stuff at you. They're not talk show hosts. Well, we're ready to talk about anything, anytime, anywhere. Yeah. Not everybody's able to do that. When you're the vice president, you should be ready for that. But hey, this Chinese balloon, I don't think they've articulated, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to think that they haven't articulated what their position actually is. And she was like, well, I got to say something. I know. I'd rather say nothing. I'd rather her say nothing. You know what I would say? I would say the Chinese doesn't need, the Chinese government shouldn't be sending balloons over here and then crying foul because they're spying on our spots. The end. Yeah. The one question that wasn't. I think I need to be president. (laughs) I think you should too. The one thing that wasn't brought up is why did you guys let the balloon get here? You it know? was like all the way in the mid section of the U.S. I'm like now, right? But they, <laughs> but but we watched it get launched from China. We mm-hmm. knew it was launched from China. We knew it was on its way here, so we allowed it to get launched. Okay, we're not going to do anything about that. But then we allowed it to come over our shores, and then we allowed it to just go right over the country and shut down airports. But let me just put this out there. Why don't we just wait till it comes over our area? Okay. Then we down it and we take it and right. say, find out what they're getting. Uh, yeah, but we let them finish the mission. Basically, let them finish the whole thing. I think we took it out when we needed to take it out. I think we. Sh- I don't think that our. I. We should have taken it out. Earlier. I have the best confidence in our military saying now's the time. I, if 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 they if it was like over Seattle hmm. and they were like uh, now's a problem and we didn't do it, but I'm willing to think that the the military had some definite input in when this should happen. This I, is but this doesn't why, happen in a in a vacuum. But why just let it come over the country then? Why let it do its job? Because it was feeding stuff back about our nuclear plants and situations in Montana. So they already got all well, their stuff. Well, it's not like our nuclear plants are hidden. Like we know, but we, like we never bat an eye when they say, oh, look, like I saw in the news today, Iran has uh, up, upgraded their air force. Yeah. I was like, we're not mad about that because hmm. we do the same thing. Yeah, but they don't come over here. <laughs> We don't cut, and if they did, Iran better not. We, we'd blow them up, right? Iran better not because yeah. I, we have allies that would be more than happy to do something about that. All right, the uh, Chinese uh, uh, spy balloon. We'll see if we get one this weekend. It'll be fantastic. We'll talk about it Monday and Tuesday. All right, coming up next, uh, do we finally have a solution to the water problem in Rio Verde foothills? Remember the story of the evil Scottsdale uh, uh, mayor. Uh, taking water from children and old people and right. not turning the faucets on. Oh, he's so evil. <laughs> we'll talk about that next. It's the Gatos and Chad Show. 
right, Chad is uh, off today. Uh, Gail Bass is in. Gail, you know we have a podcast. That's a fantastic podcast. Yes, um, Everybody listens. Yeah, the Chad and uh, the Gatos and Chad Show podcast. Are you Chad top billing? Yeah, sorry about that. Subscribe right now on your iPhone and Android, and you'll never miss any of the shows. It's the Gatos and Chad Show brought to you by Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realty. Get a higher price selling your home. Get guaranteed uh, offers. Go to higherprice.com. That's higherprice.com. I don't know what to do with that. Did you hear that, Becky Lynn? Chad mm-hmm. can't do that. Mm-hmm. No, it's two completely different things. <laughs> you think no, so? All in Was the that a tease and a tease? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> all right, so uh, uh, the evil mayor of Scottsdale, right? He shuts the water off on all these people. <laughs> so terrible. So is Mother Nature. Well, <laughs> I mean, come on. Well, uh, y- yes, that's partly true. But uh, so what is it? Rio Verde foothills? Yes. We've got people that are, you know what we're going to do in Rio Verde? You know what we're going to do? Mm-hmm. We're going to empty our pools. And yeah. that's where we're going to bathe now. We're going to empty the pools. And when the water comes, when the rain comes, that's when we get in the pool. Natural water, that's the only place. They, they, they can't even flush their toilet. They're going like... What is it? Mellow? What is the mellow thing in the flush? You know what it is. Okay. If it's yellow, stay mellow. Right, 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 right. So here's the update, all right? Do these guys have water yet? Do they have water? Because remember, they're like taking showers at other people's houses Mm -hmm. outside of the Rio Verde uh, foothills. So here's the update. Let's see if they got some water, for crying out loud. New details this evening on the water crisis in the Rio Verde foothills. And big changes could be on the way as early as next Tuesday. Arizona State Representative David Cook says that he received a response from the Arizona Attorney General Chris Mays, confirming that the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors does have the authority to temporarily supply water to those residents. That water would come from a private company. A Scottsdale City Council vote on the matter could happen next week. All right. So I think we didn't we talk to Cook on the air a couple weeks ago. All right. He said he's working with Republicans and Democrats. I even gave him some credit on that. He's a Republican. He's working, you know, with uh, our AG, who's a Democrat. Uh, you got to do that to get some stuff done. So it looks like Cook is trying to get some stuff done. Mm-hmm. All right. So who's turning the water on? Is it Maricopa County now? Is that who's turned the water? Remember when we thought the Salt River Peba Indian community was going to help with water? And right. I mean, there's so many, you know, moving parts to this. But the question is, why in the world did they allow people to build there, you know, based on the fact that they knew that water was going to run out? And, right. and, and that's the that's what I want to get to the bottom of. Yeah, I guess, you know, uh, Scottsdale got tired of doing it. And here's the thing, though. Scott, there there were a couple of options that, that could have happened mm-hmm. that kept the water on, but the mayor of Scottsdale didn't want to do it. He didn't want, he, he you know, I, excuse the pun, he just washed his hands of it. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to deal with it. He, there was a, there was a, a, a proposal on the table that actually would have made Scottsdale money. And he goes, no, I'm not interested. So maybe he's just a mean dude. I don't know him. I have no idea. He turned the water off. Uh, and so here's the deal. We got summer coming. You know, we're not that far away from 100 degrees. These people are going to need water, and I think that something needs to be done about it. But I think this answers a – this goes to a bigger question about Arizona and growth. We've got, like, all these – We've got all these, you know, uh, like uh, 
microchip factories coming in, and we've got right. all this. Northwest right. Valley. We're becoming, we're becoming like our own mini Silicon Valley, mm. and we're going to have people moving here. There's going to be more, more demand for homes. Are they going in areas where there's water secure? They have to remember new my, builds have to because they said, oh, we have a hundred, we have a hundred year plan for water, yeah. and now they're saying, oops, no, it's fifty. I want to know. I, my thing is, whenever they tell you we have this amount, I always have it. Right. So I'm thinking maybe it's 25 years. The, the, yeah. the, it's time to for seriously start thinking about California building desalinization plants and pumping it over like oil. Expensive. But hey, time to do it now. Right. Because why kick the can down the road like we do for everything else? Oh, so, it's the American way. Oh, of course it is. <laughs> so Scottsdale officials have argued that uh, the city's not responsible for, for providing water service. The other thing is Scottsdale did warn Rio Verde foothills. Hey, we will be shutting the water off at a certain point. And then, and then they did it. The problem was most of the residents there said, well, obviously they can't just shut the water off. They were wrong. Oh, they'll shut the water off. They shut the water off. So you can get water. You're just going to pay like five times the amount. Um, in some places you can still get water, but you're going to pay five times the amount. So, you know, what's the solution? From what I understood, the Scottsdale city council, from what representative Cook told me, He's like, you know, I only need three votes over there. We get this thing going. So I don't know if it's Cook who's turning the water on. A.G. Mays is going to turn the water on. Is it uh, the county? Is it Maricopa County? Is it is it in charge? Are they in charge of turning the water on? All I know is, you know, this place had not water in a couple months. Well, a month. Let's say a month. I think it's good to say a month. I don't remember when it started, but I think it's a month. I, 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 are you seeing any public outrage over this? Because I, my friends who I've talked to about this, they're like, yeah, I really feel sorry for people who have ranches and homes in Scottsdale. Well, yeah, but I mean, the thing is. But you know what? That's These people need water. That's a basic human need. Right. And I, what happens if there's a fire out there? I don't want right? I don't want it to get out of control no. and then it's burning other places and we're like, what could we have done to prevent it? All right. We'll check in with uh, Rio Verde Foothills later in the show. Coming up next, women are past their prime when they hit 30. I didn't say that. We'll tell you who did next.